everybody. This is Paul Garns, executive producer on Queen Sugar, and we're here for another episode of the Queen Sugar podcast. Today we're here to talk about episode 708, and I'm joined by two very special guests. One of our guests is the essence of behind the scenes we give a lot of love to the directors, the cinematographer, but it never seems like the editors get any love. So I'm happy to have here today one of our editors and a producer on the show, John. Oh, thanks. Yay, thanks for having John. me. <laughs> yes, as an editor, we don't always get to be on a podcast, so it's, you know, kind of nerve-wracking to be in front of the camera, not way behind the camera like we always are, but... You know, happy to be here. We're also joined by one of our cast members who is literally just sunshine on set. When, when people say, how is it working with actors? I use this person as the example of how it should be on every show. That's Tammy Townsend. Oh, Paul, thank you. That ain't what you said before we started, but okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Thank you. It's nice to be known as that. And, John, thank you for giving me so much screen time. That's why he's my favorite editor. That's right, yeah. She says I'm not allowed to cut away from her, so. Yeah, right. Yeah, That's coming up. <laughs> so I, I like to start these by talking a little bit more about globally about Queen Sugar, about the experience, and, you know, both of you came on to the show along the way. So maybe we start with you, Tammy. I think you at one point said that, you know, you feel like you're, as an actor, kind of a closer. Like, you come in and join a show and finish it strong. Yeah, and I saw the, the, um, the, the first episode, and I saw the billboards, and I was like, I would love to be a part of something like that. Just love to be a part of it. Well, and the great part of of the role was we've I mean, been God hearing heard me a little late, but he I got there though. But, but we <laughs> we've been hearing about Billy, like every yeah. season. Like it's a character. It's not not like we'd ever seen your character on the show, but we had heard about Billy and Prosper's daughter. And why ain't Prosper's daughter here? Exactly, exactly. Um, and now you're there. I am here now, and I'm so glad. I I mean, I always joke and say, you know, I got here late, but. I made it. So, you know, I'm 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 so awesome. It's so awesome to be a part of this historical show, an iconic show like this, an important show like this. Um, and if I, you know, have to close it out this way, that that's perfectly fine. I'm just glad to be a part of it. Well, it's certainly a wonderful addition. So thank, thank you. you. Mm -hmm. And John, I know that typically the editors are the last ones on, last ones off. Yeah. What's that experience been like for you? It's been great. I mean, I came from cutting a lot of genre shows, a lot of, you know, DC comic book shows that have action and, and all that, but I kind of wanted to change the pace, so it's kind of nice being on Queen Sugar, being able to um, cut drama that's more real, so to speak, you know, because everything we I've done before, it's, you know, it's not really real, you know, <laughs> but this is real, you know, all the, all the drama, a lot of mm -hmm. people can relate to it, so it's kind of nice to have that change of pace and be on a show that's, you know, kind of groundbreaking all the way through from in front of the camera and behind the camera, so. Yeah glad to be a part of it. I mean, one of the things that I always felt like Queen Sugar does so well is address kind of those topical things that yeah. are happening in society and, you know, the things that really touch us as humans, but not in a very special episode of Queen Sugar kind of way. It's really in the DNA of the show. Mm -hmm. For you as an actor, what has that been like? Do you find yourself being able to attach to current events or, or is it something that you just really rely on the creative talents to be able to figure that stuff out? Kind of both. You know, I don't know how, unless you're living in a complete bubble, I don't know how you would not be 
somehow attached or know about, you know, things that were happening, um, you know, cr you know, current society, current current things, you know, Black Lives Matter and all that came with that, and you know, um, things that were happening with the black farmers and you know the pandemic and all those things. It just um, that's one of the reasons that attracted me to the show so much was because um, they take on these issues you know, within our community and the way that it is treated and, and also detailed and it's it's almost like you can you can understand it. You know, mm -hmm. and it's this broken mm -hmm. down where you can really get into the fiber of what's happening. So yeah, I mean both and then and then the writing is so great yeah. as well. So it, it it just lends itself to um, t you know, for you to get the whole grasp of everything and you just fall right into it, into the space of it. So, yeah, it's been easy. Do you have any background in, in agriculture? I mean, I do like to plant things. <laughs> That's probably the extent of it. <laughs> but, no, I don't. I don't. I mean, my, my um, grandmother, you know, she comes from the South, mm -hmm. and, of course, they did a lot of their own growing and things like that. But um, I'm completely useless. I mean, it, like, it, it, yeah. at its core, the heart of the show is this kind of connection to the land, of, yeah. Oh, yeah. of this family's connection yeah. to this land. Um, and, and you're right, the, the plight of the black farmer is kind of an allegory uh, in our story in the sense that, you know, it's a, it's farmers in general have had a hard time. Mm -hmm. Certainly farmers of color in America find it increasingly difficult to edge out a living. Yeah. Um, and um, what do you think about just being able to tell those stories from a, from just a storytelling point of view? Oh, because it's, it's a small story that you don't get to hear every day, you know? It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like a story like mine where I came from an immigrant family and we don't, our stories aren't really told. Mm -hmm. So I kind of relate in that aspect. It's like we're telling a story that's small and no one really knows. You know, people in the U.S. don't even know the story. People yeah. who grew up in America don't even know the story. So it's nice to be able to shed a light on it mm -hmm. yeah, and be a part of it, of course. But, you know, just getting getting the story out there is what's important. Yeah. yeah. No, because no one else is going to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think that's one of the, like, when you look at really what the intention behind how we hire directors on Queen Sugar, how we hire crew and staff on Queen mm -hmm. Sugar. I think the core belief is that those stories, the collection of stories that us as a group, as a collective of filmmakers have, contribute to the perspective of an audience being able to watch it and see something mm -hmm. that they recognize or the intention of including a style or a feel or a, a trait in a story that may not just be the mainstream, hey, I'm a you know white, male point of view I think is important in yeah. how we in how we tell stories oh, yeah yeah what was that process like auditioning and then getting the role I had booked a movie and the audition came in which is so much of like my life it's either feast or famine but I, I booked the movie I was on my way to Atlanta I get this audition at the very last minute um, and my agent's like, this is, this, this is Queen Sugar. I'm like, I know, but I got a flight the next day. He was like, you need to make it happen. So, and I'm like, I know. So I literally, um, did a self tape cause we do self tapes now. People don't know. Um, people don't go inside the office anymore to audition. And so I had to do a self tape and I auditioned at 3 AM wow. <laughs> in the morning. And so, you know, I, I finished my audition turned it in and got on a flight at five o'clock. Wow. Like it was crazy. And then when Ava called me, um, I was in the middle of shooting 
And she was like, you know, you got the role and you're ready to start. And I'm like, yes, what is happening to my <laughs> life right now? But yeah, it was it was really exciting. And um, yeah, just you, the cast is already phenomenal, top notch. And so I knew I had to come in, you know, ready because they're not playing no games. So Well, I, I think it's a great segue to talk about the episode a bit because this episode, Billy really has to tackle some tough concepts. Yeah. Like she really has to get in there and address um, some things that I think she hasn't been addressing. Yeah. Uh, but we pick up the episode uh, with Billy and Nova talking about Greg. Um, and, and Billy, I don't know. I feel like Billy's a little messy cause she's like pushing like, Hey, your old girlfriend's on, uh, on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, 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 you should yeah, look yeah. her up. Like <laughs> if, if, if everything's so solid, why don't you look her up and close yeah. some other things out? Yeah. I mean, I think a little bit too, um, on just on the lighter side, I think Billy, uh, kind of vicariously lives through Nova. <laughs> Because it's, you know, when she got with Vincent, she that was the only person she's ever known or been with. So just to kind of watch, you know, the evolution of, of Nova has been really exciting. And, and also, like, I, I don't know if I could ever do something like that. You know, you always have one of those friends mm -hmm. like that. But, yeah, um, she's got a lot to tackle. She's, mm -hmm. you know, dealing with... You know what's what she's gonna do with Vince, and then having and to deal Benny. and Benny, yeah. and then there's some random trombone player. That <laughs> I'm like, uh oh, what's happening over here? And of course, Nova's like, yeah, you need to, yeah, let's let's just you know explore all of these things. Mm -hmm. So I think um, one of the things that I can relate to uh, Billy in is I've I've been in long-term relationships where I've kind of lost myself. Mm. Um, and and kind of taking on the identity of that person. Mm -hmm. um, and so when you come to a moment of clarity and you go, hey, wait a minute, who am I outside of this? And she has the kids that are, mm -hmm. you know, going away. And, you know, she's had time, you know, at physical space away from Vince to really kind of figure out who she is, who she wants to be, and also develop some things some traits in her that she's already had mm -hmm. um i think the audience will be really pleased at um kind of how she resolves you know mm -hmm. in coming into her womanness you mm -hmm. know even at this age you know which can happen yeah you know and often does I, I, I think it's so wonderful to have a character who like all of us in general in life at certain times just want to escape. Yeah. Uh, and Billy's like completely escaped. Oh yeah. You know, like she is down there living a whole different life, yeah. not connected to her real life at all. Yeah. Uh, and so there's so many things though that she has to deal with while she's there. Yeah. And Vi gets this call from Jimmy Dale that is pretty profound. He's dying. And I don't know, there, that moment that you and Nova share you know, Vi's first when him. Vi even like tells you, yeah. like you know, you're like, wait, is it my daddy? You know, like yeah, like I right. think everybody yeah, asks, right. that, like that happens. <laughs> yeah. You're like, no, I need to tell you something else. As you reconstitute that experience as an actor doing that, what do you imagine Billy was going through? Like, what was she trying to reconcile? I think part of it is, you know, any time that you have to like as you said reconcile you it's reliving that mm. and i think what you said you know earlier is like she is trying to escape 
And even though, you know, escape from her real life, but then that gets even more real. The place that you have mm-hmm. gone to escape is now no longer the the place that is, it'll give you, it's not giving you peace now. Mm-hmm. So I think that she wanted to deal with it at in her own time and now is forced to do it right now. Mm. Yeah. So there's there's panic, there's fear, um, you know, there's anxiety of it. Um, what do I say? What do I do? Am I gonna lose it? Am yeah. I gonna lose my mind? It's all of those things like kind of culminating in one yeah. you know, space. I, I like so. that that beat where the writers put in like, you know, your ability to be able to say what it is that you want to say, you mm-hmm. know, to get that yeah. out, into, you know, out of your head, out of your heart, kind yes. of out that into the, was amazing. It was, it was oh, really yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very emotional, but you really could feel like, you know, the stuff that she was either at the time too young and afraid mm-hmm. to address, um, the things that she has been able to find her voice as, as a grown woman, uh, the things that she's not going to stand for anymore. Uh, and those all felt like, watershed moments of like release for her like maybe there's a a a turn that can happen now because she was Mm -hmm. able to you know like tackle these Mm -hmm. tough concepts yeah that's true and then having um trusting nova enough where they've come you know um to a space where they yeah (laughs) yes so so far far. and they'd be able to say this is a safe place unleash on me tell me yeah you know so yeah i was i was a little bit skeptical skeptical about that scene because um it it having the actual actor there uh-huh. could you know I I could have I know that I would have been able to to go there right um, but I wasn't sure how that was going even though that Rutina is a fantastic person and it just will give you what you mm-hmm. need I still was like am I gonna be able to do this yeah oh no you did it you killed it well see that's awesome. why I like him <laughs> that's why that's why he's no, my favorite somewhere. editor. <laughs> No, so there's yeah, there's takes where it's like you know you as an editor you try to find the best parts yeah. of each take, but it's like you got to a take where it's like this is the best one, so we're gonna use this whole, whole take, and anytime we cut away, she's not gonna be talking because when we come back, she's gonna be talking. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. so yeah, it's yeah. awesome. So John, one of the things I find so interesting, and and you know, one of the reasons you're not just an editor but also a producer on the show is being able to really kind of take the scenes at its essence and find the meaning in it. Um, which I know people, when they watch a finished show, feels like it was the natural progression for that to happen. But you really do have to get in there and massage and, and find those bits and pieces. Oh, yeah. I mean, a show like this has so much nuance, especially from the actors. Like, all the actors are really good. Um, there's so much stuff there to find. Like, you're just looking at their eyes, staring at the eyes. Even if it's in the subtext, no one's saying anything. There's, there's acting going on there. There's storytelling going on there. So we're trying to pull all that out. You know, the tricky part is sometimes you can't have all of it. You mm-hmm. know, you got to be in there a certain time and all that. But we try to pull out the best parts, you know, and it's, you know, it comes together. I mean, everyone's, it, it, you feel the family, you feel the love. Yeah. So everything kind of comes together naturally, but finding those best pieces and it usually always works. How, how, oh, go ahead. It never yeah. feels rushed either. Like it always, like I know that the show has a natural rhythm to yeah. it, um, but and all the things that that's just always amazing to me how it always comes together. And not only does it feel like the, it takes the tempo of the show, but it also feels like a mini movie every single yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And the music, 
I mean, you know what I mean? That's like another, a whole other personality character in and of itself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just really beautifully done. So, bravo. Oh, yeah. I, well, I, I can't take any credit. It's Amina, our well, music supervisor. Okay. Well, but I mean, I, I, we help. You mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. It's a group yeah. effort. Let me give it's, you this. I, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Can you say thank you? <laughs> you, gave, you gave her a compliment. Now she's trying to give <laughs> exactly. it back. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. She hasn't given me one, even though I gave her <laughs> But anyway, um, one of the things that in this episode was so uh, powerful was this continuing arc of Ralph Angel, Darla and Chase. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And, you know, in this episode, we really start getting into, I don't know, I felt like Ralph Angel had grown a lot. Obviously went after Chase pretty physically, but, <laughs> but, but Ralph Angel in the past has had a hard time grappling with this, yeah. um, this history of his child, um, the relationship with Darla, mm. the time that they were all estranged. And now he's kind of faced with the reality of who this person is. Like he's met him. Yeah. You know, like what what is in building a sequence like that, which slowly simmers and then now boils over. What does that process look like editorially? I mean, from from his character point of view, you know, things were coming together, you know, this season for him. I felt like things were coming together. Things were kind of moving along. And all of a sudden you get this curveball with Chase. Mm -hmm. So I don't really blame him for reacting the way he does. That's some heavy stuff, you know. But building that scene, you know, I'd have to give a lot of credit to Kofi and bring all the just little bits and pieces of the scene where you kind of grab here and there and you put together and then you build it into this big, you know, I guess you could say it's a fight, you know, something that we don't usually have at least yeah. this season. And he just lets it all lets yeah. it all out, yeah. you know, and I, I, I don't blame him, you know. And then now he's struggling with having to deal with this issue when things were things were going great. Now he's yeah. got to deal with this, and there's like a lot of internal turmoil that he's going to be having to deal with for maybe the rest of the season. I don't maybe. know, but we'll yeah. see. But, maybe. Um, but, yeah, I mean, building that scene, I mean, Kofi just brought it. You know, he yeah. brought the intensity. You yeah. know, it's, I think it's yeah, a couple of episodes ago, but he really brought the intensity mm -hmm. to the scene. And Tammy, I think it's a, an interesting place for an actor. How do you decide how much of a character is you that you leave on the screen? Like, how do you separate yourself from it? Do you draw from personal experiences? Yeah, that's that's the main thing for me. That's how I work. Um, there's things that I can take within my own because I have lived a long time. I'm, I'm long in the tooth here. So, <laughs> but yeah, there are things. Twenty six, twenty seven. <laughs> I'm going to stop giving compliments because I don't get them <laughs> I do, too. Anyway, um, but, yeah, I um, I pull things from my experience, my life experience, um, and it's, you know, um, and there's, it's it's kind of, like, readily available. I can't remember a whole lot of other things, but within my, with my experience, the things that I feel, um, it hits me differently. Mm. So, yeah, I can pull from that. And, again, I, I like to give credit to the writing because mm – -hmm. When it is good, that you don't, a lot of times you don't have to pull very hard. Mm -hmm. It's just there. Mm -hmm. And that is, I don't know if people understand, but that is a gift in and of itself. That is an actor's best dream mm. to have that. Writers obviously pivot, and you as an actor kind of have to follow that guide. In this episode, it was interesting, Micah basically snitched on Ralph Angel that Chase had shown up. Ralph Angel had yeah. been basically kicking yeah. the problem down the road. He yeah. wasn't going to deal with it. Right. You know, was, was Micah right or wrong? 
I think he kind of felt the intense. He felt the duty to let Darla know because he felt it. He felt it from her. Like she was, she was, she she kind of read between the lines. Like I know what's going on, you know. Mm-hmm. And he and he spilled the beans, but he kind of. I I think he he kind of had to, you know. Yeah, I don't from blame a good him. Place, yeah. You know, like he came from a good place. I think his intentions were. I don't know. So much. I don't blame him though. Let's close out the conversation of Billy and Benny. Like, <laughs> is there is there a future with Benny? I, I I feel like Billy is really like one minute she's like, yeah, you know, Billy Benny stayed over, and then the next minute she's like, yeah, but I really been thinking about Vince. Uh, I, I'm Team Benny. I hope there is. Oh, Team Benny. <laughs> I'm totally Team Benny. You know, it was I feel a- like Benny he just keeps shooting his shot, and that's he's just kind of like exactly, he's just, a brave exactly. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like it personally <laughs> because. He's younger. So, <laughs> I mean, if she's going to get a groove back, I feel like let's... Okay, but let's stay on topic here. The topic is, rather, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I would like something like that. I would like something like that for her just because I feel like this is a way in which she can kind of learn about herself and what mm-hmm. she really wants. You know, this is one aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, we're we're about halfway through the season, so I'm I'm interested to I, see. I listen. If you ask me my personal opinion, you ask me. I can't tell. Obviously, well, the no, eyes. No spoilers. Uh, I no can't spoilers, do any spoilers. Yeah. But I mean, that's it, Paul. Stop grilling me. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the other things that you know we were talking about earlier is that Billy has really been pushing. Nova to go and find Camille. Yes. Uh, and in this episode, she yeah. finally does. Yeah. Uh, and there seems to be chemistry. What is wrong with your friend Nova? <laughs> I believe that um, Nova has a problem <laughs> with really kind of um, completely giving herself to someone. Mm. So I think she always keeps a little peace for herself. And to me, again, I see, I do realize what is happening within the relationship of her and Dominic. But I think, again, alongside with Billy, what Billy is going through, I think, you know what, if you want to know whether this is really, really real, then, yes, you should take the time to, 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 get, to, to kind of revisit these things mm. to see if it is really closed. Because if you don't, the thing that you, the relationship that you think is, you know, is stable will not be. Yep. So let's close all these other doors yep. first, and then let's deal, let's deal with that. Well, she was able to withstand the smoldering gaze of Calvin. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, who shows up in the middle of a storm. Come on yep. now. Uh, and now she, we'll see <laughs> if she can withstand the, you know, the history of her first love. See, well, that's showing that there's some growth there. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Nova's got to get the closure. I mean, yeah, you know, the there's closure. a lot going on with Nova. So the end of the episode was pretty wild, where Chase shows up to confront Darla, really. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite lines is when uh, Darla's like, "I'm here to confront you, basically." He's here to make sure that you don't hurt me. Um, talking about Ralph Angel, mm-hmm. and he's like, Hollywood's here to make sure that he doesn't hurt you. And uh, my favorite line was was Vi. She comes in and she's like, Yeah, you know, I'm just I'm the wild card. You never know what I'm about. Comes um, in with the singer. She, she yeah. does. But but it was a, a pretty impactful moment where basically 
Chase writes, you know, away all his parental rights, mm -hmm. says that he'll never contact them again, comes up with $3 million, which I guess he's going to have to explain to his wife at some point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what do you think? Have we seen the end of Chase? What do you I think, think? I think we've seen yeah. the end of Chase. Okay. I, think we, I mean, the, the folks showed up, like, you know, They, they weren't playing. No, they're, yeah. not, they're not. They weren't playing. And I think he got the message. So, so, so if, he come up, if he comes back, he is on a suicide mission. <laughs> <laughs> That's my, yeah. The casting was so good because the actor looks just like Ethan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. see him, and it's like, man, so he does. Crazy. And, and it, I thought that was so powerful because of the concept of, you know, Ralph Angel realizing that he's looking into the face of you know what i mean like yeah. wow this is blue my yeah, yeah. father yeah. like that's a pretty undeniable profound experience to have to go through yeah i thought ralph angel did well i you know early ralph angel might have done something more brash so i thought that he did well yeah i yeah. mean um again you see the the all these the characters maturing Mm -hmm. yeah. and evolving yeah. you know so that's a that's a beautiful thing yeah because he probably would have shanked him otherwise <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a, there was a chance that it could go really yeah, sad right, yeah exactly. well, we, we had micah there you know keep, yeah, yeah, keep right. the peace try try to keep the peace as best he could so um now we're getting to tammy's favorite part no, see? <laughs> this is oh. the part that she Texted me and says, I can't wait for you to ask me a question about the show. So that so I can prove to everyone out there that I know the show better than anybody else. See, uh -huh. I'm already stressing. You're giving me a heart attack. I this, can't remember what I did yesterday. This is going to be such an easy question. No, it is not. And it's if I don't be, know it, well, if I don't, don't know, know it, listen, I'm going to tell you. I had a question. There was a question that a young lady asked me. And said, what was the movie that Leonardo DiCaprio was in? He was on the boat and blah, blah. I could not remember, Paul. <laughs> yes. Wow. wow. I could not okay. remember. Well, this one's going to be much easier than that. No, I'm scared. <laughs> Let's right. cut. I, I, cut. I, tr I, have, I have trust in you. John, I know you're going to do it. You got this. Don't John, worry. You got it. You got it. <laughs> the whole premise of the show is about this family and this farm. How many acres is the farm? 100. Eight hundred. <laughs> I told you I suck, Paul. Cut that out. Can you cut it out? <laughs> come on, come um, so you know what's crazy about that? What is they asked the same question when we were in New York, and somebody won a, one of the fans won a huge. And you just don't even remember what I they said. I don't even remember what they said. <laughs> I've completely. See, I told you. Well, you can't fire me now. <laughs> Oh, Lord. So, John, yes. I have one for you, too. Now Tammy's happy because it's over for her. Yes, but I sucked. Great. You didn't suck. I kind of did. Okay, you did. I but did. It's okay. I, I don't know if I'm going to do any better, so we'll see. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. What was the job that Ernest did when things were going bad at the farm. And I'm going to give you a hint because, oh, because this was so oh, early man. in the show. But the I hint should help. I didn't get a hint. The hint is Ralph Angel had to do the same job when COVID started. Oh, my gosh. I want to say, I'm probably wrong, but calculate the bricks value. No. Okay. He, um, he, they worked as a maintenance worker. 
He, Ernest worked as a maintenance worker on the side to keep the farm afloat. And then Ralph Angel worked as a maintenance worker early on during COVID to help keep the farm afloat. Hey. So I, got too many, I, have, I have too many episodes in my head. It's okay. It's okay. It, 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 you don't have to get these right. No, some of them you do. Mine okay. I should have gotten right. And you're going to make me look bad. No, I'm not. Yes, you are, because you're not going to cut <laughs> it out. We are going to cut it out. No, you're not, Paul. So, hold I know on, you're not. Hold on, hold on. Just say, do I get the footage? I can cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> say, 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 say 800. 800. Okay, see, they're going to add that in. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to make it seem like you, you know. said it the whole time. Yeah. You know what's gonna happen? I'm gonna say 100. You gonna say no, it wasn't. It's 800, and then it's they're gonna put it in where I say the right answer. That's what's gonna happen. Could be. I know that's what you're gonna do. The editor, editorial magic. Yeah. I'm so sorry, y'all. I really. <laughs> I'm so very sorry. Well, that is all we have time for today to talk about this episode. <laughs> I really do thank you guys for coming. It's always nice to be able to talk about the show and to talk about the show with people who really have done the job to make the show so successful. has been wonderful. So thank you guys so much. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. And you're going to be doing your next career, which is the podcast. No. Yes, Paul, Absolutely you not. were so good. <laughs> Absolutely not. He is good. It's only murder.